You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio a 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. All right, good morning, Montgomery County. 9-11 right now. It is 3-21-18. going to be a great day here in Montgomery County. And I'm Warren's Lone Star. It's 48 degrees outside. This is 1% chance of rain. High today is going to be 75. Low is going to be 48. It's going to be a beautiful day. It's actually kind of cold this morning. I was a little a little shocked, a little shocked. But uh, As was I. In the studio with me today, we have a special co-host, Nathan Arizadi of Montgomery County Lifestyle. And then, of course, the normal co-host, <laughs> Skippy. Well, normal. We, we use finger quotes with that. Oh, you mean the the ordinary. You know, speaking of fingers, <laughs> I uh, I asked my nephew to help me with the yard work, and I'm helping my dad re uh, landscape whatever. And he goes, "This is what he, he flat out asked me. He's like, Uncle Richard, which ones are the good fingers?" <laughs> and he starts kind of messing with his fingers. Like, I was like, is he going to flick me off? Is he going to show me the bird? Is that what he's trying to now, ask? How old is he again? He's seven. Okay, yeah. That's, that's the age where they just want to see what they can get, yeah, away, get away with. Yeah. And I was like, well, how about we don't show any fingers? Let's <laughs> let's do that. And he's like, well, about number one. <laughs> and I was like, don't be cocky. Well, that didn't help matters much. <laughs> Next time, just you know, make sure you have the guarding shears on you. Well, let's see how many fingers you can hold up after I... Anywho... It is. It's Wednesday already. Where's the week going? Behind us. Uh, we are officially in spring now. Hello. March 20th. Hello. Hello. Winter over. Spring is here. Was it spring has sprung? The grass is riz. We wonder where them flowers is. I didn't know you were a poet. I didn't know it. My toes show it. They're Longfellows. Where's the sound effect? There's supposed to be the cricket chirping sound effect. Didn't we have it yet? There we go. Thank you, Nathan. I appreciate there we that. Go. Are you done now? I'm done. All right. I've done my bon mot for the day. Okay. Well, uh, today's show, we do have a special guest at 10 o'clock. Nathan, who are we having at 10 o'clock? Carol Cook or Croft. I don't remember her last name because I haven't had a chance to... In, to so we don't know this person's real, huh? She's real. She's real? She's Has she real. been vetted? I mean, are we in yeah. danger? Are we, are we get sandbagged? <laughs> <laughs> Might be. All right, Nathan. You're you're welcome to sandbag us anytime. That's at ten o'clock. We'll know more about if it's a cook or a Carol. Priceless gowns is what she's going to talk about. Oh, we're talking about the uh, fundraiser thing. Well, no, it's not a fundraiser. They've already got they've got over six hundred dresses, and any girl, junior or senior, homeschooled or in a Montgomery County school, can come get a free prom dress, free shoes, and free jewelry. Tomorrow night and Friday night at First Baptist Church downtown Conroe. So it's not a fundraiser. It's like it's one of those free things. 
And they they need they nope. they they could use sponsors and stuff, but as of far this year, if they don't get another dollar, they're fine. This is one of the places that tries year. to give you a Bible. They give everybody a Bible if they want one. Absolutely. So that's the trade off. No, because like that, it's kind of like the the Connor House of Prayer. You have to like stay for a sermon to get food. No, if they don't want a Bible, they don't have to. But they they have them there free. You know what they don't have there free that I found out is our hymns. You're not allowed to take the hymns. The hymnals? Yeah. And nobody uses them anymore. I like the old hymnals myself. Well, because I was trying to find one for a, person, a friend of mine who loved to sing, and I was trying to find a good hymnal. And then I was like, and I noticed that they didn't have, like, the normal one that are at, like, Baptist churches and other churches like that. Do you want one? And I go, and I was like, I literally went to a church. I was like, hey, can I can I buy one of these from you? Or, like, can I have one? Like, no, we, we don't sell those. I was just kind of like. And I looked around all the pews like, eh, like Well that stinks. That church was not very yeah, smart. Yeah, not very smart. And there was like I went to about six churches and that's Get out of here. Yeah. Do you still need one? No, I ordered one on the internet. Oh man, because I've got a couple. So but I was kind of surprised by that, because you think that would be like the second book they give away for free, right? It, it would make sense to me. That's somebody's just somebody's now let's, just let's ask, I'm gonna ask this lady. Don't if you're not listening, cover your ears because I'm gonna ask you that question. You go for it. What's the name of the organization again? Priceless Gowns. Priceless Gowns. She's awesome. with First Baptist, right? Uh, yeah. So I'm going to ask her. I that. don't know if it started off as a First Baptist Church mission. It, it might have been something they did. I have a feeling well, it's, a it's, great idea. it's just a bunch of women got together. And then I think First Baptist kind of took it in, you know. Yeah, there are a couple. Of, there's also the Giving Gown Foundation, some mm -hmm. similar things. So uh, I'm loving having this lady in to talk about her because they're— Believe it or not, there's so many young ladies who are gownless for prom. Because you have a daughter. I do. And I would, would she wear dresses? She would wear a prom gown. She, ordinarily, she just wears, you know, whatever your typical nerdy 16-year-old girl wears nowadays. She doesn't wear a dress every day? No, <laughs> no, nah, nah. She Remember, she's the, the darling of the D&D &D club at, at her high school. So. so you know. We don't really know what's going on at the schools. We don't. Well, except for the 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 G, when I tagged her with the, you know she was sleeping one night and I her with the GPS and micro cam. But you got you you were starting off talking about it. If I'm not mistaken, prom tickets are like seventy five dollars per well, person. Yes, yeah, something's so happened for a date, over the there's one fifty. What tickets they, are seventy five dollars? Yeah, they got to pay for what, it nowadays. What prom is this? If like, I'm not mistaken, Conroe High School seventy five dollars, but that's pretty much all of them. What does that cover? That covers dinner, or not not dinner. That covers dancing, punch bowl. I think. Oh, they get they get Wait, uh, photos. They get photos. That doesn't include food. No, I think they have that's snacks. Like, that's like they have snacks. That's almost as much as a gala as they have at New Year's. Here's the for problem: rich people to give money to to a nonprofit. Well, here's the problem with that: is they don't have them in the high schools anymore. The auditoriums, the the gyms. They have to go to the hotel. They go to places like hotels. And Lone Star Convention We don't know Center's what these kids are cost. doing. That's why you decided to be a chaperone. See, and I missed the whole thing. You know, as has been marked on before, I That's went to an so all-boys school, so there was no prom for us. So I can appreciate not having ever been to one. It's like a rite of passage for a lot of, you know, for American students. And for the girl, it needs to be their special night for, for the young lady. And for to have, the, you know, there's always, you can always, you can rent a tux. For well, 50 you know bucks what's, what's funny about that is there's always like because like when I was around prom time I didn't want to go, but I kind of was forced to by my parents. 
Yeah, go out there, find a girl, do something. Well, yeah, yeah, that no, exactly. That's exactly what they said. It's like because I didn't really, I don't really care. I didn't really care about that stuff. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm not getting a date. I'll just go by myself. I'm like, no, you need to go. I'm like, I don't want to go in general, but I'll beat everyone afterwards. You know, wherever y'all are going for the, uh, you know, the what we're not supposed to be doing party. And I, I, I can understand like if someone, if I was a parent and I had seventy five dollar option, I'd pay it if say my daughter or son wanted to go but you know if they didn't want to go i wouldn't be like well too bad you're going <laughs> <laughs> but you can't leave go shut up my house my rules so that's kind of crazy to me i, I mean things are different a lot different than when we all went to school I absolutely imagine. the only problem i attended was in the 80s there was an all-girls school here in uh, uh houston incarnate ward academy and a lot of the la- young ladies got together and they like rented a greyhound bus and it was a sadie hawkins thing where they asked the guys and there was this one gal who was part of their club, but was a little nerdy herself, and they you couldn't find a date, so they asked me, hey, Skippy, would you mind being her, her pity date? Was But I said, absolutely. Had a wonderful evening. They drove us around, you know, took us to Beer Paredes for dinner. Then the, uh, oh, which is the hotel? It was right next to the Summit, uh, the Renaissance or something like that. And we partied there, and they drove around Memorial, and a uh, really nice night. That was, so that was, you know, I was, I was in university at the time, but that was my first experience with an American prom and thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. My junior year, I went to prom and Conroe High School, and it was in Houston at a hotel. Can't remember where it was, but I remember my date had just graduated the year before. So we went to Spiro's mm-hmm. in Houston. And Spiro's was cool because it was old school. You had dinner and you danced while you had dinner and had the big band in there, and it was awesome. I remember that. See, Dick, Dick's too young for that. Nathan, we're of the, oh, man, the proper awesome. generation. Yeah. 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 But but then we, we drove into Houston, and and so, of course, kids still drank then too. But I, it's just a different. There, I think there's just a higher um, uh, disregard, less less care, or more carefree. I don't know what the term would be, but it seems like people. Well, there's like kids aren't it, it, as careful. Well, it's like the two worst things that could be could happening to a kid is they have easy access to everything, yeah. Like so, like internet and all that kind of stuff, and then parents don't care. Yeah, because my parents didn't care, but I was like an angel, so I, I knew. Well, I Nathan knew. and I will care enough for you for the both for both of them. So in other words, you you had a lot of free reign, but you were smart enough not to go well, crazy. It, well, the joke is, my parents had five kids before me, and they just got tired of parenting. And my oldest, the, <laughs> but it's true. I know people. Well, yeah, like, the first is wrapped in bubble wrap. They let my you brother, <laughs> my oldest brother, he is, I think, I want to say, fourteen years older than I am, fifteen, mm-hmm. maybe even more than that. But so I can like when I was. Growing up, he wasn't even around. He was going to school. Like, he was gone. Because I think, like, at 17, he left. And then... Right. Well, yeah, there's 15 years. leave. Like, he came back. Like, it wasn't, like, a troubled home or anything like that. He just went to school. Yeah, well, there's so. 15 years between my two kids. So my son was, you know, 15 before my daughter was even born. And so, you know, they're, they're, they're tight. They're brother and sister. But, you know, he's 30 with kids of his own living in another town. She's, you know, junior or sophomore, junior in high school. Um so they're in two different worlds. But, yeah, the first one, like I said, we wrapped on bubble wrap. I was constantly told, just don't be an idiot. <laughs> never never took, did it, Dick? You know, it sometimes did. It just depended on okay. what. I, I told him, I go, whatever benefits me, I'll do it. That's there what, you that's go. That's what I learned. <laughs> and flash forward to 2018, the first day of spring with Dick, with Nathan and Skippy <laughs> in a radio studio. 
Big making good life choices Poof. here. It happened. <laughs> it happened. The dream is alive. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. Do you know we have sponsors? No way! Can you believe it? And they all begin with the letter C, don't that's they? It's crazy, and they're all local. Whoa! Yeah. Like? Conroe Culture. That's a, that's a show. <laughs> Conroe Coffee. Okay, it's a good thing we're not live. Let's try this again. Hey, did you know we have sponsors? Yeah, Conroe Coffee. And Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. And Centurion Wealth Advisors. Taking care of my money? Well, I don't have any. I lie. But hey, thanks for sponsoring us. We always want more. Well, I wonder if we went there and be like, I want to be able to afford coffee every day <laughs> at Conroe Coffee and to get my house cleaned every every week. I would love that. I wonder if you can actually figure it out. Yeah. Well, it depends. Like, oh, you need to do this and this. No, and- JJ sounds smart. He'd be like, well, what what brand of coffee? Well, how much? It, well, no, because I don't think their coffee prices changed too much next well, door. Do, well, oh no, no yeah, well there, but you know, do you want a vent? Do you want a no? Uh, I'd always a go. Latte? I'd always go for the small bear. The small bear, but do you, do you want like a latte? Do you want a no? I want regular coffee. We can figure it out. Yeah, we'll do that. But anyhow, yeah, you want to join the conversation with us? It's going to get saucy today. Nine three six six four seven three seven seven six. Didn't you wear a dress once, Nathan? Oh yeah, you had a picture. You used to be so proud of hanging it up in here, autographed it for you, and now you don't have it up here anymore. There's too many questions. Like, who do you support? And I was like, I'm not dealing with politics these days. You don't have yeah. to say politics. You can right? just say none of your business. Nanya, okay, you listening to Morning's Lone Star? We will be right back after this short sponsor break. I hope you are enjoying this morning. We are. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy, and special guest host. You got the trifecta here with Nathan Arizadi in the studio with us. Got special guests coming up at 10 o'clock. Right now it's 927. Still like 48 degrees outside. What, what? What's up with that? It's What's up pre- with weather? I mean. What's with the weather just changing up and down? I feel like the Jerry Seinfeld with- opening. <laughs> right? <laughs> what is up with it? That, that observational humor is just. What's with lepers with pieces dropping off the moon? I mean, what is that all about? I never got observational. You said that joke yesterday. Did I? Yeah. I thought I dreamt it. Oh, my gosh. I got to watch that one. Uh, But, yeah, it is the first day of spring once again. So get out and enjoy it. Weather's going to start kicking up in the 70s and 80s throughout the week. It's looking, fingers crossed, decent for Saturday. Cloudy and 80 degrees, but no rain for the Conroe Shakespeare Festival happening. That's mine. 
And yours is the Crawfish Festival. Crawfish Festival, yeah, supporting the pulmonary hypertension. And you can find more information at woodlandscrawfish.com. And I think it's about th- I think it's thirty five dollars to get inside, but that includes crawfish and also includes two adult beverages. So that's not a bad deal. That includes all you can eat crawfish. You know what's funny? I don't know, but I imagine it's enough to where you're full because it's it's about a fundraiser, not about you know how much crawfish you get. Eighth annual crawfish festival, correct? Yes, I'm there now. There you go. But uh, we're emceeing the event. They have Zach Coffee Band. They have a Zydeco Band. I think it is called the Zydeco Band. I think I might be wrong about that. But then they also have Jesse Robb Jr. So they have live music for your entertainment, and it's right behind the Woodlands Pavilion at Town Green Park. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So if you want crawfish, come join me. Say hi to me. You know, it's funny, though. I told you my dilemma with it. You hate crawfish? No. uh, We're not bringing the radio station. Mm -hmm. So I literally am just going to sit there all day. In between my stage appearances. It's only a short hop up to Conroe. Come uh, chill out with the Yeah, but there's fest. no way I can get up to Conroe and back in an hour in like 20 minutes. Uber. That has nothing to do with how fast I can drive. Oh, get an Uber with and say, I'll pay extra if you floor it. No. Here's an extra 20 for you if you get me there in 20 minutes. It, it works in the movies. Fine, but uh, but yeah, I'm trying to figure that. So I want people to come talk to me, so I can have some stuff to talk about on the following Monday. Okay, listener. So Dick has put out the desperate call for help. So if you don't want to be you know, smart and fun and come to the Conroe Shakespeare Festival on Saturday, then schlep on down to the woodlands for Dick's Crawfish well, Festival. Well, it's easy to, to go to the Shakespeare Festival first because it starts early. Starts earlier. Uh, and what time does the Crawfish Festival end? Six. Six. Okay, so they both end around six. Uh, so, yeah, make a day of it. Go to both. Fill up on crawfish, then come and uh, enjoy some some onstage activities and vendors and merchants here in Conroe. And maybe catch uh, a Spelling Bee, 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. The musical is still happening at the Owen Theater this weekend. And if you don't like crawfish, they're going to have chicken tenders and barbecue at the Crawfish Festival. See, I didn't care about that. So, well, you like and crawfish. I don't, but there's there's some weenie out there that goes. So, you know, this, my stomach can't handle the spicy crawfish. Is that what they all sound like? <laughs> That's exactly it, what yeah. they sound. Like. Does, does it have GMO in it? So, <laughs> MSG GMO. Yeah, they do actually sound exactly like that verbatim. <laughs> uh, they're in a club, and that's their that's their battle cry. No GMOs. That's what the uh, Austin bomber sounded like until he sounded like. Yeah, right. Good segue. Let's talk about the Austin Bomber. Do we legally have to call him the alleged Austin Bomber since he blew himself up in his own car? I don't, we're not law enforcement or the DA, so I don't think we have to even say. There we there's go. Not even, there's it. not even a lot of speculation on what's going on. They're just saying, oh, it, 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 it's been reported. Yeah, well, they tracked him down, hopped off in his car, drove up. Do you think they're drove. Do you think they're installing new protocols for things like this where they don't do the media hype and they don't allow that kind of information to be released? Well, I— What kind of information? Well, like, because if you think about—if you look at all the past things that have happened, there has been some, like— So much more speculation. So much more reporting, like, oh, did you hear the next thing? That it might have been this guy connected to this guy that might have been reported by the sheriff, but— you know, this is sources tell us. Here, I'll tell you and exactly what the turnaround on that was. In the Boston Marathon bombing, the, the news got so hyped up on, on getting unverified information that two completely innocent guys were trashed on the street. I mean, they were like terrorized and 
eating concrete and arms pinned behind. Well, because the problem with that is they kept releasing CCTV footage. Well, no, and then it's like we gotta track the steps. Well, they would show show footage, and then they they said, "Hey, these guys look suspicious," and they they fit the profile. So you, you got the big red circle and the close up, and and these two guys were just. And so meanwhile, the real bombers are. <laughs> we're gonna go hide in a boat. I know my feeling. My feeling prior to talking to a local law enforcement detective last night was that whether it's Austin police, whether the FBI took control, they always said Austin was in control. But finally, I think some some investigation had their poop together and flat out said there will be no unnamed sources. There will be no leaks. We will get you this. And and they had it down. I think they kept it tight. They had one voice, one face. And did, did you find out how they, did you know how they got him? No, I'll, I'll, the only thing I saw that is reported that he footage might have FedEx. died. Footage yeah. from FedEx. Footage, and then they were That's able they to, well, that leading to cell phone triangulation, they were able to figure out whose cell phones were being in use in that time. And oh, so he was using a cell phone to detonate the bomb? Well, he had a cell phone on him. So what they did is say, okay, at 8.42 p.m. at this facility, we saw this guy. Let's see who in that, you know, let's triangulate who was there at that time. What a cell phone. Your cell phone, you don't have to be on your cell phone for them to triangulate. As long as it's turned on. As long as it's turned on. And then, but but they have released that the, their tip was just seeing who See, delivered. They didn't follow my he d- parents' instructions. Don't be an idiot. Yep. Get but, a burner phone and turn it off. Make a phone call, turn it off. And here's the thing. On my little pre-show video that I did this morning, I had to point out that Facebook has been eerily quiet over this, along with the media. And I, I think everyone is waiting to see if this guy's a white supremacist or uh, an ISIS well, sympathizer. I think, like I said, he is white. He's, well, he's white, yeah, but so, you know. Well, so, he is dead? Is he dead? Yeah, he he's blew dead. himself up. At, well, his, there was a detonation <laughs> in his own car. One of the news reports said deceased and then said with life-threatening <laughs> injuries or something like that. I'm like, uh, is he dead? He is dead Does with extreme prejudice. <laughs> he, he apparently blew himself up well, in no, his own I, car. I really do believe that the, the, the new thing now is the police will not, talk to anybody they can't trust the media the media will will and, take matters in their own hands i mean look at i mean if you looked at the florida shooting the same thing all of like the backlash and especially if you have the certain individuals who like talking to the media and that like i think more and more leadership's going like just don't do it because you're going to bring more trouble than it's yeah. worth you're not helping anybody and then, and then like you said look i'm not saying all media is bad but i think it's gone it's not journalism anymore it's it's you know it's just like you're smart enough to look at cnn and Fox, Hannity is not a news reporter. He's a show, so he can talk weird. He's crazy a pundit, stuff. and that's what CNN his job is. can do too. But when you're supposed well, to, well, ironically, news- I think it's going to go the way of uh, bloggers. But I think when I say bloggers, I meant the idea that you say I'm a big journalist correspondent, and during this wartime, I become famous for my writing. I win a Pulitzer or whatever, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to join CNN. I'm just going to do my own thing, and I'm going to have my own reporting done. And somehow all all it is about the money and money is being transferred to the individual of like there's a whole world of people being supported by followers. And so I think it's really going to go that way when it comes to like real journalism. Well, and it's hard to get the to start the conversation or keep it going. And and I definitely don't want to just talk about it to hurt feelings. But here's what kills me. There was a shooting in Maryland yesterday. In a school. Mm-hmm. It was 17-year-old kid shot a 16-year-old girl. She's alive. 14-year-old boy was also injured in the shooting. A school resource officer took the kid out. Not dead, but took him out immediately. Bam. Over in, in, in minutes. 
Okay. The news isn't blowing up about that. They're not blowing. Why aren't they blowing up about another kid? 17 year old had a gun because it went down quick, fast. He was taken out. That's my opinion. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't a mass shooting. So it's not going to get. I I think it's more of, I I don't think there's like a conspiracy theory. I think it's just producers. I don't think conspiracy. I just think they they don't think they're going to get it. If it doesn't fit the narrative. I I don't think they would focus on it if it's just, they've already done it. That's already been in the news cycle. If it was. Ten kids killed, they would have. I mean, yes, ten kids versus one. I get it. I get it. Here's the other thing. How come you guys haven't heard crazy on the news about Parkland High School the last two days, mm-hmm. three days, where the 17 kids were killed? Two kids brought knives to school, threatened people. One kid posted we on— You heard about it somehow. Yeah, but how come it's not all over the news? Social media, this kid, another kid, a third kid, posted a gun, posted bullets, made threats, said he was going to come up there and kill him. No one's talking about it because it didn't really happen. It's like Dana Lesh said. I think some of the left-wing liberal media wants these big attacks. They want, they don't want, I'm not saying they want people to die, but I think they enjoy the big story. I don't think it's more of an enjoyment. I think it's it's too easy to say the label that. I think it's more of when situations like that happen, they don't, they're not afraid to say, I told you so. Well, to to cut in with that, after Parkland, uh, there were, some friends on uh, from mine on the left side of the spectrum who were saying started this whole. I'm gonna. I bet twenty bucks that it's gonna be less than thirty days until the next one. You know, basically they're betting on right. when the next one's gonna be. And then I had some friends on the right saying, "Okay, I'll take that bet." So both uh, equally yeah. culpable. But I had to chime in going. So you're all betting on the hopes that you, know, you want to win this your twenty bucks back. You're hoping that another school is gonna get shot up. How about we hope this. Doesn't happen. But as far as uh, the Austin bomber right now, um, we had a listener even uh, try uh, pie back on that with my saying, I think Facebook is waiting to see which party this guy is in. Uh, listener Cliff says, exactly the first thing I thought, the entire internet is pumping its collective brakes to see what political religious affiliation that um, mm-hmm. fill-in-the-blank barber kid had before they go unhinged. And I think that's going to be the situation. I, I think as soon as it's a white kid, so already... We're, we're gunning up. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, unfortunately, said that um, uh, uh, it wasn't terrorism. What she meant was it wasn't ISIS terrorism, Muslim terrorism. Of course, it was domestic terrorism. You blow up anything. You know who else was a terrorist? Bill Ayers, who was Obama's mm-hmm. uh, original advisor who blew up a post office, you know, as part of the weathermen. Um, of course, it was terrorism, domestic terrorism. But we need to just wait to see what happens and understand that it doesn't matter if the guy was Republican, Democrat, white supremacist, Antifa. He was a poopy head. And that's Skippy's official speech. <laughs> All right, you're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We're going to take a music break. If you have a song request or if you want to chime in, 936-647-3776. We are hanging out in the studio. You can message on Facebook. We're here till 11 o'clock. Stick around. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 
866-766-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, 948 here in the studio. You're listening on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and of course, worldwide, where? IRLoneStar.com. Right now, it's beautiful today. It really is. 51 degrees outside, 1% chance of rain. The high today is going to be 75, lows can be 48. Joining me right now, continuing, is Skippy, my co-host. Hello. And Nathan Arizadi of Montgomery Hola. County Lifestyle. Uh, just to give Nathan a plug, uh, follow Montgomery County Lifestyle on Facebook, and uh, he posts all his local events. He kind of he's one of those social movers. Is he a mover and a shaker? Yes. He's yeah, one my of those belly's people. been shaking a lot lately. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. You know, I got a, I got a question for you, Nathan. This is you know, Facebook's getting a lot of heat right now because of the data breach, and you know, and I, I don't think everyone's really shocked about it, and you know, those kind of things. Where do you, as a business, because you primarily use Facebook? As one of your content generators, I would say like a third of your business, if not more. All. Pretty much pretty all. Much close to all of it, yeah. So, which requires users to use it. Now, do you see yourself looking at other social media platforms or do you think social media in, in entirety is going to die down? I don't think it's going to die down. Uh, and that's a great question. It's so funny you said that because I was listening to the radio this morning talking about the investigations getting deeper into Facebook. Well, and I know that now there's a federal investigation. Yeah, federal. And they're, they really think that there was some manipulation by Facebook, and they really think that Facebook has mined personal data more well, than they, it, they said they did. I wouldn't say manipulation. It's more of they're doing something with the information that they told people another way they were going to do it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Does that make sense to you? It does, but they are manipulating it. In, in my opinion, Zuckerberg's come out and said that he wants more personal relationships. He wants more of this and that. So now granted, you don't have to be on Facebook if you don't like it either, but he's, he's, he wants you and me to communicate more versus Lone Star community radio business to communicate with us. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm going to start Doing, I'm going to add more Instagram to that mix. But bottom line is I do Facebook because the clients I work for, I'm managing their Facebook for them or I'm getting them, helping them expand their reach on Facebook because it's still the best reach. I'll go against anybody. And pretty much every... Every research company, every, every, every survey I can find still puts Facebook as number one. And there's some talk about whether Twitter and, and Instagram, Twitter gets a lot more activity, but some people say it's not really the return on investment. So 
I don't know. I mean, Facebook would have to die off like like MySpace, but I think, you know what? I think something would take its place. Well, it, it and I would. And I would just move to that. Well, first off, Facebook is one of the very few social media platforms that doesn't have a gimmick. Twitter has, you have 149 characters, Snapchat at six seconds, uh, Instagram, it's a photo or video, you know, Facebook is, so there's that. Uh, and you're absolutely right. Look at, uh, with the advent of any new technology, you know, the cars, uh, uh, computers, uh, look at it, who was the number one computer for the longest time, IBM. IBM doesn't even sell computers anymore. Uh, how many how many networks were out there? The DuPont network, the you know the cars, the Tucker, you know ones that that led it. And then as, as technology passed them up, and Dick, we were actually talking about this sort of topic the other day with the Olympics, saying that you had your your Sean Whites uh, who started the whole extreme snowboarding thing, but now they're they're in the shadow of the next generation who took what they started. And, and next Olympics, they won't even be there. They'll be a happy memory because it's already surpassed them. And so same thing with one day Facebook. I remember when MySpace was the place and this love start Facebook came along and uh, out of the blue. Now it's, 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 it will go away. But as far as data mining, a lot of it is, and even today I was looking this morning and I'm going to call out Mrs. Skippy on this one. She took one of those little answer the questions. What's your favorite pizza topping? What's this and that? What's your birth date? What's this? Who's your favorite pet? In that, if I wanted, to, I've just now found five security questions to hack into any account now. And honey, if you're listening, delete that one. <laughs> but just be cautious of that. And, and Nathan, you know, we talk about my mom every now and then, Dick and I do. She's got a literally a zero internet footprint. She, she doesn't do computers at all. And so she'll never be hacked. I, I told her, you know, when I got her an email address, she's like, oh, they're going to, it's like, it's like a, a letter if don't open up junk mail, don't reply back to the person that sent you junk mail saying, stop sending me junk mail. Cause then they know they got a real person. Just, just, you know, ignore that. Uh, but people just every day they'll what, you know, if you were a cat, what would you be? These are designed. It goes beyond just clickbait. It's designed to, to ask questions. Seriously, just on, on what Mrs. Skippy answered today. There's a lot of information that looked innocuous, but look at the questions. What's your birth date? You know, sooner or later, it's going to be uh, the last four digits of your social security number will tell you what kind of cat you yep. are. And people will actually answer that. But going back to what you said on Facebook, I think it's going to hit a wall. I think they're going to they're going to hurt themselves. But right now, they're just so big. One point five billion interactions are, if I'm not mistaken, a day. Are one point mm -hmm. five billion people are on it a day. So things will change. People things will adjust like like I've adjusted. Uh, with some of my clients trying to, and I've always tried to impress upon them. I do very little Facebook ads. I do very, very few sponsored ads. I don't like them. I know some people who kind of do what I do and they're real big on saying, I can get you 500 more followers and likers in a week or two. And then what they do is they well, sponsor ads. That's not you though. You're not trying to get people. To or is get, he? Well, I mean, I've never heard you, hey, hire me and I'll give you likes. You're more of like a, Hey, we have this event going on. I can promote it because I have a platform where right. people respect and pay it. So it's more like you're a news source, but you're more of boots on the ground news source where people actually do a lot of the groundwork for you. But well, it's not like you're manipulating it. It's more no. of like, hey, I got some social influencers who who follow me that and that's like it. the events it's a I circle cover. Of us. You're, you hit the nail and on the head, buddy, right there. Other people 
that we're in the circle, we help each other out. Other people who have their own influential circle, we work together because it's good community stuff. It's good for the community. But I don't talk much about the likers and followers, but I can get the average company a lot of more likers and followers by that organization or company grabbing the interest of those people in the community. In other words, don't sponsor something real quick to get 100 people to like it when only 40 of them truly care about your message. Right. That means 60 are wasted. I'd rather get you 40 people who care about what Skippy does than 100 people and 60 don't count. Mm -hmm. And especially if we can do it for free. You know? Oh, it's yeah. like you, Lone Star Community Radio. There should be so much more sharing, so much more, more of your guests, more of your shows talking about what you guys do because you're you're a hand of a bunch of different people doing different things, but you're all one one group together bringing something to the community of value. I want to play the national anthem or something right now. Lee Greenwood. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 stoked. Yeah. So, hey, if you're going to be a guest on our show, tell people about it. Be proud that Dick and Skippy and Nathan, was in the, when he's in the studio, are gracing you with our presence and our microphone. You want to join the conversation? Call 936-647-3776. So we got a guest, special guest coming up next. Yep. Carol uh, from, from uh, Priceless Gowns. Priceless Gowns. Priceless Gowns. Okay, and what that is is they're uh, they give graciously, graciously offering free... Free prom dresses. Some of them are brand new with tags. Some of them are gently used. They posted on there the other day. Well, the newspaper, Megan, did a, an article on them, story on them. They have long ones, short ones, wide ones, thin ones. <laughs> you know, that's pretty neat. A gown for all. And here's the thing, because when you say gently used, most prom gowns are worn once, if at all. Exactly. Maybe, you know, half the night, preferably the full night, if you're a dad. <laughs> half the night. He just went there. Skippy. Yeah. These are kids. That's what I'm saying. So make sure they wear the gown all night long. That's what I'm saying. Put a lock on it. Put a lock on it. You betcha. <laughs> I can totally. I'm see a dad. I can totally see a sensor thing put on it. It's like I know. I know the moment this is removed. Well, one of those, uh, you know, the magnetic things <laughs> like, they yeah, put on that. Beep, 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 beep. I need to use the restroom. Don't use it. Borrow some of grandma's depends. Here we go. Let's switch subjects though. We're gonna have to do a song break here so we can get the studio ready. So stick around. Mornings Lone Star. We are Montgomery County's community radio morning show. That's right. More stuff coming your way for the next hour, so stick around. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Get the studio ready. We got dresses galore. This is actually pretty intimidating. I'm not going to lie. So uh, it's going to be Sean and I for a quick four minutes or so, and then we're going to take another break while we get all... I'm not kidding you. She has like six dresses, and I think they all are in Nathan's size, so maybe we'll get a special show. Hit our... If you're listening to this on podcast, now that we do YouTube, so if you don't catch it live, catch us on YouTube. I think Nathan... Oh, those sequins will look awesome on you, Nathan. You know what's funny? 
Uh, My aunt owns and operates a store called Muzzy's. 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 So they're on Luetta, and I think it's 249, that highway all on the other mm-hmm. side. Okay. Yeah. So she's been in the dress business for 20 years or something like that. And one time she invited me out to, to shoot photos because I like shooting photos. So she's like, hey, can we do some presentation photos so we can put them on our website because we're starting a new website, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, girls in dresses. Yeah, yeah, cool. Because she does pageants. And I thought it was going to be like, oh, sexy ladies. But guess what? You know, first five minutes there, the drama was so high. Really? Because they're trying to look their best in the uh, dress. And I'm yeah, like, I get it. I'm sitting there. And I'll never forget this mom was trying to help this young lady fit in a dress. Because, you know, they all were going to be wearing different dresses throughout the day. And it was just one of those... I realize number one, the one thing that they won't talk about is weight. Right. And when it comes to that kind of stuff, and that's when I like a lot of the tension started with that. Because some people, like some relationships with parents were realistic, and the daughter was realistic with it. But the other ones were like, no, I'm wearing this dress. And it was just really, really, uh, it was hard to shoot because, I mean, they were real touchy about. I that's, bet, and, and that's why I love the how excuse. How old were they? What was the age range? I think well, at the time I was uh, sixteen, and then I believe the ages were from like seventeen to twenty-one. Okay, so you were you weren't the creepy older guy with the camera. This no, was I was pretty younger. Much from the same I was a lot younger. Okay, just checking because that would have added a whole new dynamic. No, no, this is a long time ago. Okay. But I just that was the first encounter. I was like, man, this is like, I thought it was going to be really fun, but. And this uh, is like Promzilla. Well, this is when I realized you could just, as a photographer, you just lie now. So if a photographer tells you, oh, I'll just post edit it, there's like a 50 50 chance they're just saying, shut up, let me do my job. I'll, I'll, don't yeah, worry I'll make about your eyes sparkle. I'll fix that in post. Yeah. So, same, same thing in video work. We say, oh, yeah, I'll fix that in post. And you just <laughs> roll the dice yeah. and hope for the best. But uh, it was it was pretty uh, it was pretty high octane. So I'm really I'm excited after we're going to take a short break and to get our guests in and we're going to talk about the dresses and, and the importance of this encounter these young women go through. And that's what I'm saying. I was trying to that's what I was leading with my little story because I was uh-huh. like I didn't realize how important dresses exactly. are. exactly. And because I know like for I mean I guess I, it, it depends on the guy. Like when it came to suits, I think I borrowed a tie from somebody. The guys can get away with it. You can, and I wore a shirt that was probably my older brother's, and it was a little too big. And I was like, I just didn't care. You can go to Michael's and buy a a, a wingtip collar shirt for you know nine ninety nine with the with the plastic buttons. The guys do have it easier. Where's the section the of I don't care? Yeah, but <laughs> let me tell you what we were. I know I was styling and profiling. How about you? I had I the light the, blue baby we blue tuxedo powder blue tux. with blue matching shoes. And the ruffles were blue on the ruffles. I'm just, I'm guessing it's your daddy. My parents continue that. You're just our last one, so we just don't care what you do. Yeah, no, you lost out because I too rocked the powder blue uh, tux, but I had the the top hat to go with, and it had, I had the tails at, at like Nathan. 15. Huh? You remember the one I told you about where I had to take this guy to the prom? Yeah. Yeah. Well, nah, I'm joking. It was a, uh, it was, it was had to take a girl. It, it was a it was a nice night for her. it was she she actually had a really good time and I thoroughly enjoyed being the like the rescuer on that one. You're not a nice guy. We know that. <laughs> I had All right, notice. we're gonna take a short, 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 short break. Skippy and, short. Well, yeah, skippy short. And when we come back, who's in the studio, Nathan? Carol Crockett here to talk about priceless gowns, an awesome ministry nonprofit opportunity to help. Young ladies in Montgomery County enjoy their prom. Perfect. We'll be right back here on Morning's Lone Star. 
Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. You are my friend. You are my hope. You are my smoke. You talk about you Welcome back. It is Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. We also have Nathan in the studio keeping uh, uh, keeping it bright with his uh, Aggie orange shirt on. I've got to ch- go home and change socks, too, by the way. Thank you. I wanted to talk to you about that. Mismatched socks today, and I even posted about it last week, and I forgot. Oh, I was referring to the smell, but yeah, they're, if they're mismatched, go do what you got to do, buddy. You got to wear mismatched socks today. It's National Down Syndrome Awareness Day. Okay. Down Syndrome Awareness Month is in October, but Down Syndrome Awareness Day. A little five-year-old girl named Chloe posted a Facebook, went viral, and she and somebody tagged me in it, and she just stole my heart, and she said, please wear mismatched socks today for just Down Syndrome Awareness Day. So I'm going to run home, and of course, you guys know me. I wear pretty stupid stuff anyway, so. Well, there you go. My, my sock admission today, it's I ran out with laundry, so I grabbed a pair of the wife's socks, so they got like pink ribbons on them. Carol, oh, well, I'm not even going to go there. Right. So we do have uh, Carol Crockett in the studio from Priceless Gowns. Nathan, why don't you take it away and introduce us to Carol? Folks, Carol Crockett, Priceless Gowns. I've known about this organization for a couple of years. I have not had a chance to really get involved as much as I wanted to. Kaya Kamen, a mutual friend of ours, is the one that got me involved. And it's just, it's cool. It's really cool because this is, the boys and girls in high school, this is their time. You know, that was our time when we were there, and they're, they're going to have to be adults someday. They're going to have to get jobs. And everything's morphed from the 60s and 70s where it's two working people to make things go. It's so much harder for the working family nowadays. And so many young ladies, it, well, we were talking about it. Isn't it like $75, Carol, I think, a ticket for, for, At for prom? So, At so. I kind of jumped ahead there, but Carol Crockett is here to talk about this wonderful thing of how to help the young ladies that maybe don't have the money to, to be able to, to look their beautiful princess style, or maybe they don't have as much and they're going to get a much better dress, a much more beautiful, but you guys are going to pamper them. So Carol, thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me. We're excited to tell you about our ministry. Well, take it away. Tell us a little bit about Priceless Gowns. I would love to. This, this, um, project came out of a dream that started 11 years ago, and I was sitting with some young girls from our from our church and our Sunday school, and I said, you know, we really need to think about what we can do to help others. And one of them said, hey, I've got a bigger problem. I need to figure out what I can do with all my old prom dresses. <laughs> and so it morphed from there, and it grew into this beautiful thing of thinking about others. And their needs. And as we began to talk about it, we realized that this is as big as it gets for a lot of these kids. And so we want to make that available to everybody. We want every girl to feel like Cinderella. So when she walks into our church, we have turned it into a boutique that is filled with love. Each girl is greeted. She has a personal shopper. We have fresh flowers, we have refreshments, we have a color scheme, 
And we just have lots of excitement and love going on. And the stories over the years would warm your hearts. It's interesting. You guys, I know we just talked about this morning, but I read either it was the Courier article or somewhere one or two people that that years ago it made a difference in their life. Yes. We've had girls come back to us and tell us that their life was changed. And I think as we look around, we see that a lot of kids don't grow up with happy families and in normal relationships. And for them to walk in and see that people care about mm-hmm. them, truly care about them, and want them to have a pleasant experience in life, they're touched. I don't know if you saw, I can only imagine this week, but there are children that are, grown, that are from abused homes and where they've never gotten love and support. So it's really fun for us to be able to show them that love and to watch the community come behind it, give us contributions, and take all the talent of different people. I mean, we have people that sew and do free alterations. We have um, one touching event was when we had a little girl that was blind. And we had a young lady from our church that was special ed teacher. And she stood there and took the little girl's hand and described the dress to her and how it fit to her, how it made her hair look, how beautiful she she was. And the little girl was beaming from ear to ear. And her mother said, we've never seen her smile like that. That girl went on to get a scholarship and complete college. That's awesome. See, that's, I'm getting teary-eyed. Dick hadn't seen me cry in, in a couple of months. I'm getting teary-eyed because... That's a lie. I people like every day. Yeah. We see Nathan cry every day, man. And, and, and I want Did these guys... Did you see that pug? Did you see the pug? <laughs> I want these guys to ask one of those questions, but that's um, that's what people don't understand is, is... I say people. Some people don't understand something so simple as that that 19-year-old or that 49-year-old that donated that one dress or the shoes or said... I can't be there and help, but here's $20. They don't understand that some of those girls are going to be happy, but some of those girls will never, ever, ever forget that moment. They'll never forget their prom, but they're never going to forget that moment with you getting dressed and getting treated like that. And some of them, you mentioned abused homes. I'm, I'm one of the mentors with the Project Mentor Program, and my little guy He's not abused at home, but he's got five brothers and sisters. So he does without. His abuse is he doesn't get to live a life like the rest of the kids in his school. He, they don't have any money, but he has to change. He can't do certain sports and certain things because he has to be home taking care of the family. So he's not abused, but he doesn't get certain things. So, quote, unquote, his life won't be like anybody else's. And if he was a girl, this would make all the difference in, in the world to him. Carol, let's talk about the actual two-day event that's coming up. So this is going to happen at the First Baptist Church Conroe, which is on 600 North Main Street. It's on Thursday and Friday, March 22nd, 23rd, right? And it starts at 5 o'clock both days. Tell us about what it is and what the ladies can expect coming in. What's going to happen? Well, they walk in, and they're greeted, and they're given a number. So it's first come, first serve, and they're assigned a personal shopper. And that young lady picks her up and takes her 
into the area where the dresses are displayed. We have over 700 dresses this year. Wow. Um, Brickhouse Bridal, that used to be located in Conroe, now in the Woodlands, mm-hmm. have been wonderful. Over the years, they've probably given us six to 700 dresses. Nice. And we've had people, like you say, Nathan, that don't have a dress to give, and they've come up and said, I'll, I'll sponsor a little girl. And unfortunately, the first year, we weren't prepared to dress all sizes. So we didn't have enough dresses for some of our larger girls. And that's been a problem with donations. So we've taken the money and bought dresses so that we can fit the tiniest to a full-body young woman. And we wanted her to have selection, too. So we have lots of dresses. That's awesome. Now, do any of the uh, accoutrements go with that? You know, there are there maybe shoes or tiaras or gloves. I, you know, I have no idea what. Yes. Well, we have a jewelry set up, a jewelry station. Mm-hmm. And each young woman may pick two items, whether it be earrings and a bracelet, earrings and a necklace. But we have the personal shoppers help her try on the jewelry until it's exactly what she wants. And she gets to pick. And then they are taken to the next station where we have pictures of ways you can do makeup. And they're given makeup samples all they want. We have lipstick, we have eyeliner, eyeshadow, whatever they need to get the look they would like to have. From there, um, our last station is where they're given a teen devotional to help them Um, address any issues that may be in their life. It's definitely Christian. Mm -hmm. And if the young girls do not have a Bible, which I'm surprised a lot of them do not, we're given a Bible. And then we have people that talk with them and offer to pray with them and help them out. Well, so this is uh, an organization that's helping them, you know, outside and inside at the same time. So it's not just like, here, have have a gown, get out of here, kid. This is something, as Nathan was saying, can that this is something that will we, we all have like half a dozen fixed points in our life that we will always remember, and this is definitely one of them, giving them something special. Uh, I was going to use a couple of words, and I'm looking at this material here. You actually used two of the three words uh, that I was going to use: respect and grace. These ladies are being treated with respect and grace, and I was going to add dignity to that. That it really gives them that the sense of they're worth something. You can build the self worth for their special night, and. How did this come about, the the, hist- the history of this? this? was a few years ago. You just woke up one morning and said, I want prom gowns for these gowns? Or? No, it really started when we were talking about what to do with the dresses that were hanging in our closet, and we thought they should be helping someone. <laughs> so how can we do that? The interesting thing was I never really had the vision for what it's become. It's been wonderful to see each person bring something different to the table. Like one person said, We need to give them something to help them in life, like the devotional book, Christian music, and, you know, just people with their different talents coming together. And it has grown like one girl said, you know, let's change the dressing rooms. You know, we were hanging sheets at first. Now they're black and white zebra with hot pink. And so we've added all the little touches, and that's come from the different personalities of people involved that have given of themselves. Awesome. So just uh, if you're just tuning in or, or missed it earlier, we are talking with Carol Crockett from Priceless Gowns. 
their website, pricelessgowns.org. Go there, and I think they also have a Facebook page, but just long story short, on Thursday and Friday, March 22nd, 23rd, uh, they have hundreds of gowns. And uh, Thursday will be 5 to 7.30, Friday will be 5 to 7, where each of a young lady wanting, desiring, needing, requiring a, a, a prom gown or something special for prom, can come here, get a free prom dress and, and accoutrements. Uh, we'll be taking some photos later. Nathan is already modeling them, and I think he looks quite the picture. I'm not going to say picture of what, but it's there. But people, we want to take pictures of these gowns so that you know these aren't, uh, I'm trying to say, there's a lot of good stuff at Goodwill, but sometimes it's, it's, it's kind of hit or miss. These are gowns that are gorgeous. These are, you know, sequins and lace and silk and, and all kinds of stuff that of, of all sizes, all styles that you would be proud to have your daughter or girlfriend or whatever uh, wear for this. So March 22nd, 23rd, 600 North Main Street, First Baptist Conroe. Go to pricelessgowns.org or hit our website. We'll put up the information on it. Carol, thanks so much for being in the studio with us. Thank you for having me. I had fun even if it was Aggies. <laughs> well, I'm no, a Longhorn. That's Aggie singular over there. <laughs> You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We're going to be taking a break. We'll be back right after this. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Hey, 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 it's 1030 straight down on a Wednesday morning. First day is spring, March 21st, 2018. Hey, good news. It made it all the way up to 60 degrees. Got another 17 to go. Looks like we got a 1% chance of rain today. Going through the weekend, Sunday, we may get some like rain rain. And then looks like next week, Tuesday and Wednesday, thunderstorms may return. But Dick, I got to be honest, because you know, it's an ongoing thing that I get a little uh, nervous when I hear thunder, when the thunder uh -huh. roars and stuff. Uh, my house flooded two years in a row. But with the the work that's been done on it lately, thanks to some awesome people, you, you know, I'm not quite as nervous about it. It's like, okay, well, you know, I'm having them dig a moat around the house and, and put stilts on it as well. Nah, I'm joking about that. But there's a lot of good work on the house being done that uh, uh, I'm not, I don't think I'm gonna be quite so PTSD if the, the rains come again. Uh, so excellent work to the guys working on my house. You know who you are. We were talking with uh, Carol from Priceless Grounds earlier. Find out more at pricelessgowns.org. Uh, one of our listeners chimed in and asked me what kind of outreach they do. Uh, they do do some outreach. Uh, I think uh, you asked uh, how do people find out about it. People do need to know more. Uh, so hit pricelessgowns.org. Ask for Carol. Send an email or their phone numbers on it. And to see how you can help. Get some ladies a special night going. Uh, we are Morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Nathan stepped out of the studio briefly, but I know he'll be back. We are still sponsored by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. That's 
us. I'm going to take a sip of Conroe coffee and turn it over to Dick now. Thank you. Uh, hey, Nancy, if you're outside, you can come back in. He kind of disappeared on us. But uh, welcome back to Mornings Alone Stars 1032. Having a good time. We're going to uh, kind of take this moment to kind of go over what's happening between now and this weekend because there is a lot of events, fun things going on. It is Wednesday, so people are prepping. Uh, I will say the free event this weekend to do is... Conroe Shakespeare Festival. Thank you. Yeah, you're the head guy, so I wanted to say that. <laughs> I That's didn't the want to Conroe your... Shakespeare Festival. Is that is that what it's called? Yes, the third annual. I, I think uh, the first year they said downtown Conroe. Okay, but so it's the third annual Conroe Shakespeare Festival uh, presented by the Conroe Downtown Area Association and sponsored presenting sponsor Gullo Toyota. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Gullo, for for sponsoring us, putting giving us some some street cred. From 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday. Good old street cred. Good old street cred <laughs> in downtown Conroe street cred. Uh, but uh, sponsored by them, uh, all day long we'll have performances on the stage, uh, 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 fight demonstrations, presentation uh, performances of both Mary Wives of Windsor and Romeo and Juliet, done with a certain kind of flair, uh, vendors, specials going on, the local downtown merchants, just all kinds of fun. And again, my favorite color, Free, free, free. So while I'm doing that, Dick's going to be a few miles south in the Woodlands at the uh, Town Green Park next door to the Cynthia Woodlands Mitchell Pavilion, where he will be emceeing. I'll do the drum roll. Woodlands Crawfish Festival. That's right. Don't you forget it. Yeah, it's going to be a great festival. $35 for the full enjoyment of entertainment, crawfish plate, and two adult drink tickets. Kids under 12 are free. And uh, live music will be Zadico music. They have country music, local bands, and things like that. And plus, it's right there at Town Green Park, which means it's going to be sunny, hopefully, and it's going to be enjoyable, and there's going to be food and beer and wine and water <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's a great way to celebrate the end of March. Got some other events coming up. Uh, so tonight and tomorrow night, Red Brick Tavern has a couple of acts. Tonight, it's Nate Nelson, little acoustic set. Tomorrow, it's Buck Yeager, and on the 23rd, we got Vince Gilbert, and also at the Pacific Yard House on the 23rd, we got The Grams. Corner Bug will have Justin Dias, and of course, we do have the, uh, if you do come to the Conroe Shakespeare Festival, or even if you don't, uh, seven, at 8 o'clock that night will be the continuation of the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee musical happening at the Owen Theater. Go to owentheater.com for tickets and information. So that's what we got going. Then, of course, on the 24th, we got the Shakespeare Festival, Spelling Bee, Travis Parker Band over at Pacific Yard House, Rachel Price over at the Red Brick Tavern. By goodness, golly, we got so many awesome things happening in the Conroe community. Uh, just loving it. It's like kicking in big time. Enjoying it. Nathan's wandered back in the studio after being such the gentleman and carrying a whole bunch of prom gowns to Carol's car. I was trying to get one for myself. I knew it. Which one? Which one? The one that's size 30. That's the only one that would fit me. The blue one? The blue that one. Was, uh, that was a that styling was a gown. beautiful dress. And because uh, she was saying earlier that, you know, there were gowns. There, there's some plus size gals who didn't have gowns to fit. And I can only imagine the how that would make someone feel. And so I was to see that size 30 gown that was gorgeous. You know, this isn't a potato sack, you, you, you know, to, to get away with it. If you're size 30, you deserve to look as beautiful as a size zero. Did you hear what she said? Her husband, the, a couple of years back, when they said they needed bigger dresses, and he helped her carry some in, and it was that size, he told her, Carol, 
you, no one's going to need this. This is insane. You got several of these. She said the first girl in and out that night was that dress that he said you would never. And she said that's what made him cry. He, he was humbled to go, don't be judgmental. Right. Well, good. That's awesome thing. So we've been telling people, while you've been out, you know, gallivanting around with prom dresses, we've been telling people to go to Princess Gowns, pri- sorry, Priceless Gowns, plural, dot org. He's a princess, isn't he, Dick? <laughs> you know it. So <laughs> let, let's take one of those, you know, online things and give away more information. If you could be a Disney princess, which one would you be? I'm not asking you. I'm just saying we should go online and do that. But no. Nathan had that deer in headlights look like. Uh, I don't know any other Ariel? names except Ariel. That's the only <laughs> name I know. Well, yeah. That's the only name I know. Well, I still lie. can't believe they're remaking all of them in live action. They're all going to be so bad. Well, and live action is, of course, in finger quotes. Because yeah. they needed for Beauty and the Beast. First off, they needed to you know, not. It's funny. What? Speaking of Beauty and the Beast, uh, the Parks and Rec Department's doing their free movies in May coming up. Are they already? Yeah. In May, obviously. That's in May. It's in two months. And do they have, but, like, what kind of movies? But Beauty and the Beast is on May 18th. It's free for the, everybody. The remake? The, the live action one? I don't know. It didn't say. I mean, it's important to say, because I'll be disappointed if it's a remake. I mean, I think, actually, I think Javier's going to come in uh, later in the week. Oh, cool. And he's going to talk about it for the Parks and Recs. But, uh, you know, it's also starting back up next month, which is rounding up. I'm really excited about it. It's the first Thursday free concert series mm-hmm. that the Parks and Recs Department puts on every Thursday of the month, first Thursday, all the way from April to September. So we got some great bands. Uh, if you like tribute bands, they're opening up with Nightbird, which is a Fleetwood Mac tribute. And then Yeah, all- no, that's with um, Brooke. Uh, I forget her last name. Uh, not Chaney. Um, Brooke, no, Brooke Allison is the, the front woman. And channel Stevie Nicks like nobody's business. Nobody's business. Nobody's business. But yeah, so that's happening there. <laughs> And uh, stuff like that. So what do, what do you think? Because the dress thing is kind of a change of topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and plus, we're not girls, so I really don't know too much to say. Because, I mean, my prom experiences were normal. Like I think it's it's a lot, much like a marriage, for the most part. And I am generalizing, so I, you know, I will caveat with that. But it's a lot more important. The details are a lot more important to the feminine side than to the masculine side. That we're engaged in our proms and marriages, but we'll we'll go get a tux. We want to look sharp, but we don't care if it's uh, an after eight tux or an Armani or a Goodwill special, or if it's dad's powder blue, or if it's the t-shirt with the tux printed on it. You know, uh, we everything uh, the gentleman will do in a, in your traditional prom will be to impress the girl for her. He knows she wants the limo, she wants the beautiful corsage, she wants the photo taken, and the man tends to. To deal with it, and same thing with the wedding, honey. Wherever you want the church, icing, you know, whatever cake you want, I, I'm happy. We just want it to happen. You know, we're happy that there is a prom. So, with the 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 ladies to have these these organizations that can, um, well, like with with priceless gowns. Not only are they giving them the gown and the accoutrement wants to go with it, the heels, the the makeup, the hair, the the styling tips. You heard her say, first thing they get is a personal shopper. This young lady gets to walk in, and somebody's dedicated to them saying, I am here for you. It goes this could be the, the first thing, time they've heard that. They're being served. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what what we like to do at different Thanksgivings and Christmas and stuff. Homeless, needy, you know, less fortunate. Instead of walking through a buffet line, serve them. How, mm-hmm. many, how many times has somebody not been served? Yeah, just, just that, that specialness. And they, you nailed it on the head, Nathan. That is a day that they are taking with them to the grave. hundred years later, they're going to be... Oh my gosh, my prom, because I went to this place. I can't remember the name of it, 
but you know, they, they gave me this and there's this gal, I can't remember her name, but she had black hair and she was my personal shopper. And this is something they're going to carry with them like forever. And that's awesome. So a uh, good, good call of making sure Carol got in the studio and talked about <laughs> this today. Well played, sir. Well played. So it's 1040. We're down to our uh, last 20, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, so we were talking about uh, the bomber. I don't want to give his name over the air just because I don't want to give him any free press, even though he did. That's a 24-year-old white guy. Take or leave that as you see fit. I know we're waiting to see who he subscribed to. Thought-wise, apparently he left uh, uh, Department of Justice and law enforcement are saying that he left a, quote, treasure trove of useful information behind. So he, like, didn't delete his Facebook account, um, all the all these things. I think we're going to find out pretty quickly who he is. Again, I think Facebook's waiting to see What's what he is, so they can go. See, I told you, yep. or to to back him up. Um, also in the news, this is interesting. Um, so, Southern California, an El Rancho High School. There is this teacher who was caught on video. His name is uh, Gregory Salcido, I believe is how you pronounce his name. And he was the teacher that was caught just trashing military. You know, if if you uh, it's for the lowest of the low, uh, you're not educated. If you join the military, you're real. And I'm gonna paraphrased with the word poopy head um, and caught on video and it caused an uproar. And he is just now a couple months later been terminated, been let go released from his teaching contract. And apparently battle lines were drawn. A lot of it was the whole battle cry of, well, he has a first amendment right to speak. And maybe we can just kind of throw this out there. And if you want to join this conversation, 936-647-3776, it is up on Facebook. But here's a surprise for you people, and I have this backed up by the U.S. Supreme Court. There is no freedom of speech in a work environment. This, the First Amendment prohibits government intrusion of free speech. And even then, there are limits. You can, the, the law says you cannot yell fire in a crowded theater. So it is an infringement on your free speech. I can't blast loud music past midnight in my neighborhood because that goes against the HOA ordinance. There are laws and ordinances. So there are limits. Same thing with Second Amendment. Yes, you can have a, a rifle. You can have a quote-unquote assault rifle. You can't have a nuclear bomb. You there can't are have limits. a machine gun. You can't have well, your... that's law. That's law, yeah. It's law, and even with... Uh, yes, so... With that, with with this teacher, my sense, and guys, feel free to chime in, for no other reason, he, think about a student in there that maybe was looked up, his dad was in the military, maybe his dad died in the military, maybe his mom died in the military, and he wanted to be, he comes from a proud military family, and you got a teacher who's supposed to be a role model. And earlier, we were saying teachers are being given too much to do. Now teachers are being expected to shelter kids with their own body. And and if someone's being bullied, they got to step in. This teacher, in my opinion, Skippy's opinion may or may not reflect the uh, opinions of Lone Star Community Radio, was the bully. Yep. He bullied these kids into saying, if you dare go this route, you are uh, the poopy head. You're an idiot. And, you, and that is, I was staggered it took so long to fire the guy for that, for no other reason. Any Any counterpoints, thoughts? Straight up, the guy needed to be fired the first day. Straight up, anybody else needs to be put on notice. That's not what you do. And in the same respect, then they shouldn't be also in there saying, you're an idiot if you don't join the military. You're an idiot if you don't love them. Bottom line is they're a school teacher. Teach them the knowledge they need for life. And some of that is, let's talk about some common sense things. Let's talk about what your thoughts are on the military. Have a, and teach them how to, disagree in a professional, respectable format. 
Let this student say, I hate the military. Respectfully, keep it gentle. Let this person say, I love the military. Talk about it. But not that teacher's opinion being forced on anybody. Either way. Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a swing on that because... Historically, especially lately, you know, especially universities have been viewed as the hotbed of liberalism. In fact, I was reading old Bloom County cartoons from the 80s where they were saying the same thing. So, you know, it's always had that. Kind it's of, always had that stigma. The, the, the stigma. But I think there's more and more coming because it became so outrageous with uh, we got a conservative speaker in there. We're going to shout him down or, or cancel it for fear of. But you can let someone else in. I think that pendulum is kind of getting, I don't want to say more central, more centrist. But I think tolerance, because it got so wacky with, you know, if you say something wrong, I must destroy you. Well, now, and we're back to today with Facebook. As soon as we find out the bomber, what he subscribed to, thoughts, religions, whatever, you know, people, half the people are going to be going, I told you so. The other half are going to go, but that's not important. And I'm, let's just sit back and wait, and maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow when we find out a little bit more about this goober. Goober. <laughs> That's one thing I always love about those situations is you you always hear the news and you have to form your opinion, and there's not a way to like get true reports or you know exactly what the story happened. Like I was listening to one guy and they were talking about the Louis C.K. thing and how how crazy it was just because of what people expect from people. I don't know if you know the story about Louis C.K. Do you know the story about where he basically asked for consent to do some weird stuff? And when the when, when and someone told him no, and then they reported it, and so they were like basically putting him in the Harvey Weinstein realm of sexual harassment, and it was really strange because every story it was consistent like he always asked consent, and then I was like, so when when what how are we supposed to perceive this without the media telling us how to perceive it? Because if right. someone told me that, just like if you're looking at it without names, you just see, like, I don't see a problem with that. Like some people get denied all the time. You know, that's just what happens with rejection. We all right. go through that in prom, you know, whatever. But it was just really funny that now with the media and the way the Me Too movement went, that he just got swept right with it. And he lost a lot of stuff. He did all, I mean, and I was like, it's kind of strange that we're blaming somebody for asking for consent. When it comes down to it, like you don't want to basically you're going to make us afraid to do anything. Yeah. And maybe we should be more like the Chinese and Japanese culture where you just court somebody for two years and you have zero PDA, zero, <laughs> like all that stuff. But well, and I'm going to run back to the bomber thing real, real quick, which goes with anything is I don't want I don't care so much about his bio so much as just me personally, so much as. What made him do what he did so that law enforcement and so that officials can hopefully look for that in the future? What was missed? You know, kind of like the Parkland shooter, that kid? What was missed? Well, come to find out, it's ridiculous what was missed. It was ridiculous how many people were involved. That there was a things. catastrophic failure just across yeah. the board. So th to me, that's why I want to know the information. Not so that I can, you know, scream and holler that he was former military. Scream and holler that, you know... His mom beat him when he was, you know, locked him in a room when he was 10. So now let's go, you know, feel sorry for him. Just just to learn to go forward. And I guess the Pollyanna in me is I just would rather switch over now. It's done. These people are saved. I'd rather switch over and find the cool stories like that or, you know, like 
whatever next story that you guys are bringing up that's community-minded or you doing the Crawfish uh, Festival because it's for a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, people can go out with their families and have fun and not even realize they're helping a nonprofit. They're just having fun. And in today's environment, they need to get out and have fun. You know, I'm going to go do a trail ride this weekend. I don't know how to ride a horse, <laughs> but I'm going to go Send have photos. fun, and it is for a good cause, you know? So, I don't know. Kumbaya. There we go. I uh, just wanted to know we're kind of getting near the end of the thing, but uh, uh, the, the show, we were talking earlier, both of you, uh, about, like, you know, journalism and what makes a journalist. And it's kind of, we've, Dick and I have talked many times about it being lazy. And I was uh, scrolling down trying to find the actual post for my friend. My friend made a really good point. If you're a journalist, not a pundit, like... Uh, take someone on either side, Alan Combs or Sean Hannity, even though Alan Combs has died. But, you know, it doesn't matter what side of the uh, aisle you're on. If you're a pundit, you can give your opinion and you can give a one-sided story. Uh, but if you're a journalist, if your story includes in the headline, might, may, should, possibly, probably, any modifier like that, so-and-so might be this, you may die with this, it's not journalism. And uh, I wish uh, if I can find the actual post, I'm going to ask his permission to repost it because it just nails it on the head that too many of these headlines, as Dick's pointed out, the, the you get a headline that that's clickbait headline and then you click on it and it tells you it's a retweet of someone else's post that's not even a journalist. Right. Or yeah, so it's really lazy journalism. And I'm hoping that there's a turnaround on that, that we get less and less of the so and so maybe. What's going to change that? <clears throat> The wrong person getting blamed. It's happened that we talked about the, the Boston Marathon bombing. Two guys completely innocent and, and almost killed, uh, lynched by by that. The uh, uh, Brian Williams uh, with NBC with the whole, <laughs> oh, this guy we think is a white supremacist because he has shared a name with another guy on Facebook. Or that Trump was going to be uh, uh, accused of, uh, uh, it was going to be said that, he did something before election, or he met before election day instead of after. And they're running with these stories saying, this may be, you know, we, we have uh, conflicting reports, but we're going to present it. Sooner or later, the wrong person's going to get hurt. And I think that, or, or are people just going to get sick of it? They're going to realize I'm next. I'm hoping that people just get sick of it because everybody says they're sick of it, but I, you still see the salacious, just, just drooling frenzy that sometimes these stories cause on people well here's the thing look at like late night comedy because i'm very vociferous about late night comedy just is not anymore it's just everyone saying how the, who, who can get, come up with the best president joke and it's not even funny anymore the viewership's plummeting people are just tired of it oscars down 20 something percent i think of the final number people just we, we know it i won't tune into any late night comedy anymore because i know what it's gonna be well i gotta tell you i'm i'm a big jimmy fallon fan and I like his show, but I've noticed the past couple of months how he's getting more and more of the Trump jokes. And it's not a matter of even of even supporting Trump or not. I got tired of some of the late night talk show hosts trashing Obama. Now, I was the farthest thing from an Obama supporter by any means. Didn't trust anything the guy said, but I just get tired of hearing that trash. I like then shut up, tell a few jokes. It's funny, regardless of which side, and then go do your guests and talk with your guests. I love the way he interacts with his guests. Mm -hmm. This week, he's been an insane idiot with um, Blake Shelton. It's been awesome, <laughs> you know? So it's been really cool what's going on there. But yeah, just leave the agenda at home and entertain us. 
Your job is to entertain us. There are very few outlets left where that's available. Very few TV shows you can tune into anymore that aren't don't have the agenda there. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm Lone Star a, Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio. There you go. We try right, to Dick. we try to present all sides, and uh, even if Skippy hops on a soapbox from time to time, it's just his one man's opinion. And love uh, love civil discourse. Well, in debate. And when I had my show, I was the same way. I would go on a soapbox for a couple of minutes, and I would say, "This is me." This is Nathan. This isn't anybody else. But then that was one or two minutes out of 45 minutes, mm -hmm. you know? And so we got to come up with something besides fair and balanced. What could you come up with? Balanced Viewers out there need to think of a tagline they would like to see Lone Star Community Radio have that brings you all kinds of information about the community. We put the um in community. Okay. Next. Anybody else got it? Hey, that was off the top of my head. <laughs> So, hey, if you want to avoid, like, political shenanigans, come to the Downtown Conroe Shakespeare Festival on Saturday. Go get some crawfish down at the Crawfish Festival. Uh, go come see, show a ride with me. Come share a ride, a uh, horse, horsey ride with Nathan. And buggies and, and wagons. Tell us and that about that again real quick. It's part of the Montgomery County Fair Association Trail Ride, Trail ride Association. It's their 26th year. And last year, they were able to give away over $100,000 in scholarships directly related to the money that they bring in. It's going to be up in New Waverly, 17-mile ride Saturday, dinner, auction, award Saturday night, and then a 12-mile trail ride on Sunday. It's just relaxed, it's family-friendly, and it's just a good old country boy time. People, you got no excuse to not do something, something. fun this weekend. So, Dick, take it home, brother. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We had a good day today. Don't forget, we podcast every show on iTunes, Google Play. 8 o'clock tonight will be released. Or just visit us on IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. A lot of stuff coming your way this week. It is Wednesday. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to our special guest talking Thank about you. dresses and all that stuff. And our special co-host, Nathan Arizona of Montgomery County Lifestyle. We'll see you guys later. Scott Perry's outside. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcasts, Channel 12, Our City TV, and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.